Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What is going on, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us on a sick podcast collab. We're very excited when we get a chance to do these. And we're excited because Steelers-Browns week is here It's going to look a little different than we thought initially coming into the week, and we're going to talk about that with our sick podcast, Browns host over here. He does an excellent job. Check him out, of course. Andy McNamara. Andy, what's going on, man? Have the tears dried up yet? Well, Mike, I'm telling you, man, if this show, if we wanted to do it uh, (laughs) yesterday morning, I swear, sipping the cup of coffee, and all of a sudden my phone starts lighting up. I'm like, something's happened, okay? Okay. and then all the Deshaun Watsons. I couldn't have done the show if it was yesterday. I couldn't have done it. To be honest, I was I was just so miserable, shocked. I went through all the layers of like, I was like bargaining with, I don't even know what was bargaining with, just all the grief layers. And now I'm left with fifth round rookie Dorian Thompson Robinson for TJ Watt to put a bib on for and put some barbecue sauce on Sunday. But I want to talk about that in a little bit more detail because from a Steelers perspective, right, our methodology to winning football games you guys are probably aware by now Mm -hmm. is to run the rock play great defense and ensure that Kenny Pickett does not turn the ball over he hasn't thrown an interception in a handful of games now so my initial reaction and maybe yours too when Watson was ruled out was that PJ Walker is going to come back in and play he's got more experience he's probably I would assume uh less turnover prone so so why DTR and not PJ Walker? So this is what we've been able to, my contacts in Cleveland, the reporters that I know and all that are kind of on the ground, um, have don't like the decision, uh, but have surmised this. PJ Walker, despite winning big games, right? You beat San Francisco when San Francisco was cool, and that was something. But one touchdown, five interceptions. PJ Walker, yep. he doesn't get necessarily frazzled like a raw rookie, but he also um, makes mistakes. And he shows why he is, you know, his career highlight is really the XFL MVP. Uh, it just, you don't want to put too much on him. So now you say, okay, well, why Dorian Thompson Robinson? And apparently last week at practice when the Browns were getting ready for the Ravens, uh, Dorian was playing on the, the practice squad uh, pretending to be Lamar Jackson, and they were very impressed. Remember, his one start, he had zero touchdowns, three interceptions, was running backwards. It was horrific. The reason they say the Browns as to why is because he found out 90 minutes before kickoff when Deshaun Watson's like, that shoulder's not going to cut it today. And they're like, hey, bud, you're playing the Ravens. And he's just, what? And he just freaked out. He freaked out. So now he's got a full week with the starters. They draft him for a reason. They believe in him. The, ta- the upside talent is there. 
I just wish it was against uh, someone like Arizona and not the Steelers defense. Fair enough. You guys are watching the Sick Podcast collab. I'm Mike Nicastro from Steelers Crazy. That is none other than Andy McNamara. I have to admit, I'm a big DTR fan. I like staying up watching West Coast college football. <laughs> I watched him at UCLA. The guy was there for 38 years. Uh, he played under under Chip Kelly, so he had some of that pro yep. style in, in his game a little bit. He played the Pitt Panthers, our hometown team, in the Sun Bowl last year. So watch oh. that game as well. Interesting nugget for you. Okay. This guy has a lot of upside, right? Preseason, he balled out. I remember the Hall of Fame game, watching yeah. him uh, against the Jets. It was maybe the Jets, I think. Um, yes, looked fantastic. All right, give me one to ten confidence level in him moving forward. Okay, I I have to go with if I'm using my foot just football brain here, I have to say like you know like like two for this week, right? Because from only from what we've saw, my fandom side says well. We take those reasons that I just outlined. He didn't, he's a rookie. He found out 90 minutes before you're playing the Ravens and he was not ready at all. He said in uh, to the media this week, he's like, look, I'm going to be better. I'm ready. He was embarrassed. Browns were embarrassed. Andrew Barry, the GM for the Browns drafted this guy. They're going to give him a chance over PJ Walker. You draft him for a reason because in part, I think you also want to see, okay, do we need to draft another developmental quarterback if DTR isn't the guy? I love the skill set. You're right, Mike. He looked great in preseason, but we know the defenses are vanilla then. I'm willing to give him a pass and just to see what happens on at, at, in this Steelers game. The difference, too, in that game was Kevin Stefanski failed his quarterback. I don't blame DTR in that Ravens game. Stefanski ran the same playbook that he had Deshaun Watson do. They were doing flea flickers, tosses. Stuff. You got to keep it simple, just like you were saying with Kenny Pickett. Keep it simple. You got a great running back group in Jerome Ford and Kareem Hunt. The, the uh, offensive line, despite all the injuries, Dewan Jones was back in practice, the right rookie right tackle for the Browns this week or today. Um, the offensive line's done really well. I think it's almost the same game plan here, Mike, for both teams. Run the ball. Don't turn the ball over. And I think we could come down to this one. Whoever turns the ball over less and maybe has the ball last to kick a field goal. This is going to be, I think, low scoring. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm going to have you flip the questions to me in a second here because I like doing that. we got a true collab going yeah. on here. But I, it seems like you guys are a little bit irked by Kevin Stefanski. Is that is that fair to say? Kind of, you know, where, where does he stand in terms of n- not just you, but maybe Browns fans in terms of, I don't know, his future? Yeah, like, here's the thing. It, and it, it was funny because it, it goes back and forth, and it actually went back and forth in the same game for Baltimore this week. Going into halftime. Okay, you could try a 60 yard field goal with Dustin Hopkins, who's been red hot. Maybe he makes it, maybe he doesn't 50 percent. Instead, you put in P.J. Walker because Deshaun was uh, banged up to throw a Hail Mary, which what's the percentage on that? There's like three Hail Mary catches caught a year in the NFL and it came up short and it looked it looked terrible. So by then I'm like, I'm like, what's with this guy? But then coming out of the second half, him and Watson, they collaborated. They went, they 14 completions in a row, didn't miss a pass, ran the ball. So now I'm thinking, okay, 
Now we believe in Stefanski. Very back and forth. Overall, I think he's had a great year coaching from all he's had to put up with. My problem comes when it's real close. When it's real close, he has come up with some odd decisions. Has he learned from the first time he put DTR in to simplify to other situations this year? If he keeps things simple and doesn't get all pass-happy crazy when the game's on the line, I think he should be getting a contract extension after this year and, and move yeah. ahead. Interesting, interesting. I know you and I are both football nerds. You brought up Hail Marys being so rare, and immediately my mind went to P.J. Walker threw a Hail Mary last year, an insane one to D.J. Moore where they tied the yeah. game at the end of the game for the Falcons. I don't know if you remember that at all. It made right. me laugh a little bit, but right. you're right. Uh, yeah. One in a thousand for sure right there. I'm going to have you flip it to me, and then we'll give it some predictions. Yeah, okay. So for you guys, what a lot of Browns fans want to know is, and you, you laid it out a bit on how you're winning. But with Kenny Pickett, and if you just look at the stats, right, the pedestrian passing numbers, it drives us Browns fans crazy. It's like, how the bleep do you guys keep winning with Kenny Pickett, presumably from afar, being so ordinary? So is, is it, like you said, is it just keeping it simple? Is it, I'll give the guy credit. Okay, when it comes down to it and you need that last, that one play, he's coming up more often than not to get you that one play, I think, right? Yeah, and listen, your guess is as good as mine and ours uh, because we've pulled some rabbits out of hats, no question yeah. about it. A lot of credit goes to Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. His record in one-score games over you know the, his career is supreme. It's absolutely – it's like 43-22 and 22 or something like that. So his ability to make adjustments, obviously, throughout is, is critical. What we do is we play this chicken-of-the-egg game in Pittsburgh a lot with our offensive coordinator, Matt Canada – who nobody likes. Nobody he likes is, him. <laughs> nobody likes him, right? This guy is unfortunately like the butt of every joke in Why Pittsburgh. Why is he still there? Is he a Tomlin guy? Like, is Tomlin his butt? Tom, like, what's the... Tom, they are. No, they are. Uh, Canada recruited his son to play college football. Oh. And that's why a lot of people think he's, he's you know, still retaining this position, which which makes sense, right, when you, when you think about it in that context. Um, but it's that chicken of the egg game, right? And then, you know, some people actually think it's the other side is that it's less likely, but Pickett maybe is so restricted in his ability that he makes Canada look inept. I think it's a combo of both. I really, mm -hmm. I really do. Um, I think, unfortunately, Kenny Pickett has regressed and he has a lower ceiling, of course, than, than most. But a lot of people said that coming out. Mm -hmm. um, he does get credit. He's been a maestro in the fourth quarter. He is, does not turn the ball over. However, our fear is, sure, he can win games against the Titans. He can win games against the Packers last week. He can beat DTR, but he's not going to beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's not yeah. going to beat Joe Burrow in two weeks if that Bengals team is healthy. So there are definitely a, a, lot of, a lot of concerns surrounding him, and we're just ultimately not sure if he's the guy long term. Tell you what, he's going to be the guy for the next two years, at least play out his contract, because the Steelers yeah. are too prideful. They put too much into, into Kenny Pickett. So I don't know, maybe a light switch flips on. I guess people always are like, look at Trevor Lawrence's stats. Look at Josh Allen's first year. Uh, I don't think he has the ceiling, of course. So, um, And to just answer your first question really quickly before we get some predictions, opportunistic defense. That's been the reason. Yeah. You saw yeah. it in week two. You saw it in week two. Two defensive touchdowns, Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt at the end against Deshaun Watson. It's the only reason we beat you guys. So that that's the reason they're, they're six and three. I got a question for you on the running backs, too. J and, and my fantasy football mind goes to this. I love me some Jalen Warren, man, especially the value where you could have got him. 
is he is this a now with Najee Harris? So I feel I feel Najee Harris just kind of he just he just plateaued and Jalen Warren's the more effective, more dynamic back, but maybe not a three down back. Is this a true committee in Pittsburgh? Do you see that changing or is this like a you know, you kind of go back and forth with them? Yeah, I think it goes back a little bit to the Steelers being uh, more, you know, prideful, not wanting to admit maybe that they shouldn't use a first-round pick on Najee Harris because the eye test, the, the stats, the met advanced metrics tells you that Jalen Warren is a better player. Yeah. Um, I don't think Najee is necessarily bad. I just think he gets a tough – he gets the bust label because he's a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. If this guy's a fourth-round pick, you're like, you know, the Steelers have a pretty good running back on their hands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're still going to see a committee. There's no way Warren has taken 90% of the snaps. You're going to see 50-50 the rest of the way because Tomlin loves Najee, and he has done some good things when the offensive line has been decent. Um, And I I would uh, be careful on your fantasy team because they're going to stick 50-50 split. And we love Jalen Warren, too, for what it's worth. Catch him on the Steelers Crazy Sick Podcast. Glad you shouted him out. There you go. (laughs) What do you got? What do you got this Sunday? You you winning or you losing – Look, I, I, I guess I'm predicting 13-10 Steelers win. And it's going to be ugly. I would the under the uh, over under right now is at 33 and a half total points. I think you take the under. I don't know how Vegas has the Browns as a one point favorite. I don't. I don't get. It. Maybe Vegas knows something. I hope they do. But I predict 13-10, ugly field goal game. Um, I think it'll be close. And you know what? I just want to see if DTR doesn't turn the ball over. Give me a clean game. Don't be running back 15 yards and getting sacked. Don't be stupid. If you give that, I can have a little bit of confidence Then maybe we can build for it. But I see, I see this one score game, last second field goal by, uh, by uh, Boswell and, uh, and book it there. So close at the end of the day, for sure. I was full on the Browns until I heard the Deshaun Watson news. Yeah. I picked the Steelers to lose this game at the beginning of the season. I had them losing the next two at Cleveland, at Cincinnati. Tour of Ohio won't be easy. Mm-hmm. I have changed that because of DTR. And I still think it's going to be close as well because your defense is phenomenal. Your run game is, is great, even without Chubb, Hunt, and Ford are crushing it. So I am going to go 17-16 Steelers. And that puts you right on that 33 number, interestingly enough. Ah. So maybe, only because I think we might have some defensive touchdowns. Uh, you know what? Know that could be. I, I think it really comes down to – who turns over the ball less? And, you know, probably, again, if it's that close, who has the ball last? Like, the Browns came back. They got all the confidence just overall from coming back from the Ravens there. But then you take the, the Deshaun Watson part out of it. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, a really interesting close game. We know they usually are, and they're hard hitting. So um, I think it really comes down to the turnover battle. But this is uh, this is this is uh, going to be very interesting, especially if the Bengals win tonight on Thursday night. Battle football. for first place. Battle for right? play. So that's that's going to be it's going to be a great game tonight to follow and and then Sunday, man. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I won't say good luck, but you're one of the few Steeler fans I do like. So <laughs> all, all great stuff here today. Going to be a great game. It was a great podcast today. Andy McNamara, appreciate you, man. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much. Until next time, follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Google Play and Apple Podcasts.